0: And welcome to A Chronic Glow Show. I'm Amy and I'm a mindset coach for chronic illness warriors who want to unleash their potential and take back control of their life. In this podcast you will learn how to create a life you love and deserve all while living with your chronic illness. So grab a cup of tea and let's dive straight in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Chronic Hello, I'm so glad you're joining us today because I have got some really good things to share with you. So for today's episode, I really wanted to share with you the five things that I try to include every single day to help me manage my illness, keep a strong and healthy positive mindset and just live life in a really good way for someone that lives with chronic illness. So I think um, there is this misconception that you get diagnosed with a chronic illness and it's a life sentence and it it can feel like that. I definitely felt like that when I was first diagnosed and it's taken me a while to get to a point where I am today where I can actually wake up in the morning and look forward to what I have to do and I can manage my illness and flare-ups are at a minimum. It's taken me a long time. I mean, I've been I first got ill nine years ago. This has not happened overnight, but um it doesn't mean that it needs to take you that long as well. So yeah, I thought I would share the five things that I do every single day that have really genuinely helped me um support my illness. And I'm not talking about take your medication every day and you know, these are things that you can actually decide how you want to tick this box, take that item off the list. It doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong just if you don't do the same thing that I do. These are sort of more broad ideas of thing time things to spend your time on, um basically. So let's get started. The first thing, so there's five things that I do and I say I do them every day. Um that I might not do every single one every single day because you know let's be real here I have got a chronic illness and if I am flaring I am not going to have the energy to do every single one of these but I try and do at least a couple every day. Um, so the first one is some sort of inner work. Now when I say inner work I'm not talking about um doing a course like an educational course I'm not talking about um, going and doing a 5k run and working on yourself in terms of losing weight or being healthier in that sense. I'm really talking about um, sort of the mindset work, the inner mindset work. So for me, this looks a lot like doing meditation, um, journaling, honestly, journaling has changed my life and I actually think I'm gonna have to do a whole other podcast just on journaling because um, I get quite a lot of questions about how it's helped me um, and how I actually do it so yeah I'll save that for another episode but yeah journaling. Um, I've also in the last month or so got myself a pack of oracle cards um, which you know fair enough if you're not sort of into spirituality and all of that but for me this has been incredible to change up my journaling and receive guidance from the universe in a way that makes sense to me um it's not just like looking for random signs um i feel like the really you know honestly some of the cards i get i feel like they're speaking to me directly like it's crazy um but that's what i kind of mean it's it's challenging those limiting beliefs it's challenging them and overcoming them it's working on your growth and fixed mindset so if you're not sure what I mean by the growth and fixed mindset, I have another episode in my podcast all about that that goes through five things you can do to grow your, um, to develop the growth mindset. So go and check that out if you want more on that. But yeah, it's working on doing those five things um, that I spoke about in that podcast and start overcoming that fixed mindset and turning it into a growth mindset. It's doing the inner work so that you just feel more empowered more motivated, more inspired, more energized, more excited for life. Um, if you're feeling really demotivated and really sick of life basically and you're sick of your chronic illness and you're sick of what the limitations, what limitations you now have and you're feeling frustrated and disheartened and all of those negative emotions then honestly the inner work that you do is so important to really be able to combat that because you're not going to be able to start managing your illness until you feel like you can manage your illness. It's almost like acting as if, okay? The minute I decided, right, my illness doesn't control me and started acting as if I was already managing my illness and acting as if I was already in control, that was when I actually started believing it. Okay, so you really do have to do the inner work to get to that point, it doesn't happen overnight, you can't just flick a switch and decide that you're in control and you're the one that's going to, um, you know, believe all the positive stuff and, and take control of your illness and manage it. It needs to come from within, you need to do the inner work to match that. So whatever that looks like for you, try and do something every day and literally that can be a five minute meditation literally there are so many guided meditations out on podcasts on youtube and um, whatever you might find them on the calm app there's loads of apps for meditations have a look find some that you like um, and try and make it a habit to do it every day same with journaling if you if you um, want to do journaling then try and do it every day or at least every other day Um, just some form of inner work honestly it will change your life So that's the first thing I try and do every single day. The next thing is self-care, okay? Now, this is different. Self-care, for me, looks like an activity that I do for me and nobody else and it fills up my cup and it fills me with joy, okay? So it fills up my cup with joy, essentially. Now, this might look different for everybody, again. For some people, self-care looks like going on a run, Now, I'm imagining if you've got a chronic illness and you're listening to this, going for a run probably is not the top of your self-care list. It definitely isn't for me, but it might look like taking a hot bath and doing my favorite skincare routine with a face mask and a hair mask. It might be just washing your hair. It might be having an early night. It might be enforcing yourself to have rest and prioritizing, prioritizing yourself to get enough rest so that you avoid a flare up. It might be sitting down and reading a book, it could be playing Animal Crossing, it doesn't matter what it is, it's something that you're doing for you, it's something that you're doing to care for you. Self-care doesn't have to be skincare and actual like healthcare type stuff. Self-care can also look like having a social media detox, it can look like cutting someone out of your life, cutting a toxic friendship out of your life it can look like um, not replying to texts and emails when you're feeling low, it can look like, I'm trying to think of other examples now, but it doesn't have to be the typical like, oh have a bath and skincare, although it can look like that, it doesn't have to, it's doing something for you that makes you feel good, it makes you feel empowered and in control. So try and do something like that every day as well. Um, And again, that looks different for everybody. For me, self-care really looks like getting an early night, doing a meditation, reading a bit of a book and going to sleep early. That, for me, is like my perfect self-care evening, but that might be different for you. So again, have a think. It might be worth just writing a list of everything that fills you with joy, and that's essentially gonna be your self-care list. So, the third thing that I try and do every day, and this is something that I definitely do every day, is communicate now communicate with yourself so listen to your body listen to what your mind is telling you what your body is telling you listen to what it's needing um and listen and communicate with others so communicate with your partner your parents a family member your best friend um your boss at work your whatever okay on social media but in the chronic illness community so communicate with somebody listen to how they're feeling and listen to their points of view and also tell them how you're feeling and your points of view. So I remember when I was growing up we always had um, tea every single evening sitting around the table and we'd all share sort of what we got up to that day, you know, how we're feeling, that kind of thing. Not in like a, okay, you go first and then you. It was just an open chat but we'd all be sharing like what we were up to that day, you know, what my brother and I were doing at school, what we had for lunch, what lessons we had and how how it all went and who, who fell out at school and, you know, we were just communicating, we were just talking openly about what was happening and it's such an important part of our life to have that communication. And it's something that I think a lot of us with chronic illness really struggle with because we quite often can feel really isolated and lonely. Um, I remember when I was living on my own at uni and in my worst flares, I felt so isolated and lonely because I couldn't leave the house to go and get that sort of human connection. I had to do it by via my phone or via um, social media or something. And... And it was hard because sometimes I wouldn't want to go on my phone if I was feeling ill, but then I wouldn't have that communication. So sometimes I would literally have to force myself to ring my mum and have a chat with my mum or uh, my boyfriend at the time. It's the same boyfriend, husband, my husband. He was my boyfriend then. Um, And, you know, you have to kind of put yourself out there and try and communicate with somebody once a day just even if it's a five-minute chat, because honestly, it does make you feel so much better. It feels, you know, the saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. Just be open, tell people how you're feeling. Okay, so we've got inner work, we've got self-care, we've got communication. The next thing is some sort of movement. Now this is the thing um, that I think a lot of us struggle with. I know I definitely struggle with it. I I went from you know working out five to six times a week to barely even being able to leave the house. Like I get it Um, but that's why I've used the word movement rather than exercise or workout or training. Movement doesn't have to be any of those things. Movement can be reaching your arms above your head and having a good old stretch for a couple of seconds and that could be it. Movement could be walking to the kitchen and making yourself a cup of tea and while you stood there just doing another bit of a stretch. Movement could be standing in the shower instead of sitting down at the shower. It it really doesn't have to be a lot um. but I think if we can try and just move our bodies just a little bit. I know when I'm in a really big flare and I'm like basically bedbound If I didn't move, my body would be in so much pain. I'd be so stiff, so achy. You know, my whole body would just feel like it seized up. And just trying to move a little bit and do some really light stretching or a tiny walk really helped to just loosen everything up. So movement doesn't have to look like a 5K run because let's be real here, we ain't doing that, are we? But it can look like just some really gentle stretching. Um, you know, again, if you if you want to do a bit more, have a look on YouTube um for chronic illness workouts and like yoga and Pilates and things like that. Um Ali Hemsley has um IGTV videos where she does chronic illness friendly workouts. So have a look at her page on Instagram and um see what comes up and see what you can do. And remember if you start a workout like I say, workout, like I'm talking about an actual workout here and if you start one and you have to skip a few exercises or you only do five minutes instead of 15, then that's okay. Like, take the pressure off. The aim is just to get our bodies moving and remember as well that that can look different each day when you have a chronic illness. Like yesterday, I was able to do some stretching with my mum in the morning and go for a short walk in the afternoon with my husband. Today, that's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to do any sort of thing. I will probably literally just do a bit of stretching, and that is okay. So try and do just a little bit of movement. Just wiggle your arms, roll your shoulders back and forth, move your neck around, you know, small things like that make a big difference. So on to the last thing that I do do every single day. This is a needle moving baby step towards whatever goal you might have and i'm talking like baby step like a single thing now obviously you will have days where you do quite a lot more than a single thing but try and do at least one thing every day and you know that might be related to your health it might be your career your uh relationships your um i don't know whatever whatever it might be in relation to. So for chronic illness, it might be booking that doctor's appointment that you've been putting off for weeks. It might be um, researching some medication and actually starting to take it or ordering the medication. It might be, okay, um, I want to get onto Instagram and find a community of like-minded people with my condition. So it might be starting an Instagram account. It might be, um, writing down a list of your symptoms ready to take to the doctors. is just one thing. If it's to do with your career, it might be doing one of those like skills tests online. It might be researching chronic illness friendly jobs. You know, just one thing that you do and honestly that will start to really have an impact, like a positive impact on your mindset because you'll feel like you're making progress. Okay, because even just those tiny little things they make a big difference to us when we're chronically ill because they actually feel like quite big things. And it's just breaking down the big goals that we have into really small, realistic, actionable steps. And if you just do one a day, that's really going to make a big difference. So let's recap on those five things that I do every day. We've got some sort of inner work, so it's your meditation, your journaling, card pulling, anything like that we've got our needle moving baby step so one thing that we're going to do every day that works towards our goals we've got some sort of movement some stretching or a short walk or whatever exercise or movement that fits well for you in your life in your illness a form of self-care so look after yourself fill up your own cup you can't pour from an empty cup remember and some sort of communication with others that could be a five-minute conversation on the phone it could be sending a text to a friend it could be getting involved in the chronic illness community whatever makes you feel good okay so these honestly are going to end up being the most important things and if you do these every day you will start to see progress you'll start to see a difference in your mindset in your mood and um, in your overall health you're just going to feel Better. and that's what I'm all about it's about feeling better it's not about getting rid of your chronic illness and like making a full recovery because that's quite often not realistic for any of us but it's about making those small differences to just improve life and just make it easier just to make it more enjoyable okay so make a promise to do these every day. Make these things your non-negotiables and remember like a lot of these don't even take long. You could spend two minutes doing some stretching, you could spend 10 minutes doing some journaling, you could spend half an hour in the bath, have a five minute phone call and your baby step might take five minutes. Like you could do all those five things within an hour and that could be your morning routine or you could do two in the morning, two at night, one at lunchtime. You know, these don't have to be like big tasks, but make them the, make them your non-negotiables. Do them every single day, make a promise to yourself and trust that the direction it takes you in is the right direction you need to be going in. Just trust the process. Just trust that doing these things is going to be he- getting you in the right direction. So I really hope you enjoyed that episode I would love to hear from you so please feel free to share a screenshot on Instagram stories and tag me you can tag either at Amy amysorns or at a chronic glow I would love it if you could leave a five star review as well and yeah I will see you in the next episode Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of A Chronic Glow Show. I really hope you enjoyed the episode and feel much more empowered to take back control, say hello to a more positive and healthy mindset, and start living your best life with a chronic illness. Before you go I'd be so so grateful if you could spend just a couple of seconds to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already. I really really appreciate all your support and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!